Alright, welcome everyone to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four horny milkmaid nerds. For all of you horny milkman nerds out there, as always, I'm Joey. I'm Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor, and I can't I'm struggling to remember why that's even in the zip. Joey oh, man. Joey you don't Thank you, Joey. The best part of this episode. I remember it too. And I have things to say about this man. Notes like I want to spend more time in vignettes on this guy, but anyway, we uh, we do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Watch podcast here, where we watch each and every episode. We make, just as you can tell, great jokes about it. Uh, today we're here to watch, and uh, we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Diamond is Unbreakable, episode 33, July 15th, Thursday, part 3. God, these <laughs> names are just impossible. <laughs> but you got through that one pretty well. Yeah. You've stumbled over way easier names than that. <laughs> stumbled over way easier. There's just so much to say. <laughs> so much. Just, the words just keep coming, and they keep coming, and they keep coming. Like I'm only halfway through the name at this point, God. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's good <laughs> SEO, naming an episode after a day. A day, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh boy, y'all! I, I, <laughs> I, this episode's something else. It's just, man, that is a description. Oh. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you could properly describe this episode. Not- what? I don't think you can describe what happens in this episode, but we're going to do our. This feels like our, a real best, real golden, ex- uh, uh, a golden win episode right here. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> this, this is where we're like, what are Iraqi? What are we even doing? Dude, like, and he's just like smoking a big cigar here. He's like, whatever the fuck I want. You know what? I'm here for it, Rocky. This is still better than a lot of the stand fights. And I mean, I like it. It's just nonsense. <laughs> Look, I like I think, it, but except when somebody looks over at your computer when you're watching an episode and you see scorpions come out of an envelope. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's, all, it's kind of difficult to explain. I think we're all well, just excited for more more, more UU uh, Fugumi. <laughs> I think I just that's tried to the explain. I just tried to explain to my significant other and like, look, his power uh, uh, uh puts things into paper and when you unfold it the thing comes out of the paper so he unfolds the paper and scorpions just popped out of fucking nowhere she just stares me dead in the eye mm-hmm. I wonder what a scorpion's fear response is okay like I've got that question written down for like 20 objects so we'll get to that when we get to that I have that exact question so y- y'all ready super- to get into this because yeah. the opening scene c- is just so Josuke opening uh, a piece of paper and a gun is just sticking out of it. <laughs> like, he, he, opens gun. he opens it up. There's nothing there. He turns it over and just is defying gun. all laws of physics and perspective. This gun just starts creeping out. It's so good. I love this. It's really fucking stupid. I, I love this image. It's just uh, Did he put the gun so in there good. pre-fired? I don't understand how this gun yeah. went off. Oh, he's holding it. He's in the paper. He's inside oh. the paper. No, why didn't he's he not, con- Why didn't he continue no, yeah. using the gun then? He, he's hold- you see his hand holding the gun. He, he's Do in we? it. Yeah. Because at the, at the uh, end of last episode, uh, Josuke's mom comes out of a page and uh, I forget. Whoever Enigma's stand user uh, of I guess hit himself inside a page at the same time. So it looked like he was gone. I guess he knows what his own fear is, I guess. Anyway, he does the thing. He's in the page. Yeah. He uses a fucking gun. Just shoots a point blank. (laughs) I am so fucking proud. Like we're, we're there. I'm so happy. Yeah. Look, what's way more important is whatever the hell is happening over uh, Rohan's house. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Knowing how this goes, watching this scene again as I'm, you know, doing the playback is really uncomfortable. Because Uh, this poor guy, like, Rohan just kills him. He (laughs) just murders a man. (laughs) Like, I've got that written down. Rohan killed this man. I also have, why does Rohan have pit traps in his house? But now that I'm reading that back to myself... Why of course, Rohan has, Ro- like- Rohan has pit traps in his house. Yes. If yeah. you open up the wrong door, one of those pendulum traps comes by and like spears you in the face. Yeah, there's definitely traps going on. He just leaves 
the carpet over this giant hole on this floor. <laughs> it's <laughs> unsightly, Grant. He, he could seriously injure this man. <laughs> Roland's like, I gotta see his back, man. I just, I gotta. Gotta and just the it. way he flails around in this hole, you know, with the carpet around him and everything, I'm like, this poor guy, like, it, it Rohan is such a terrible person that he couldn't just yeah. let this guy, this poor, like, simpering weak man, like, just have his one thing. <laughs> just respect other people. I don't know why he doesn't want people to see you back. You saw this you man you, spider bro. climb up the stairs. How could you not want to see that back? I oh, gotta I, know. No, you I want to see the back. But that doesn't mean I get to see the back. The look, the back is like the most boring part of a person. Mm. Name what? a more boring part, R- Joey. R- the knees, the I, elbow. I would prefer a knee or an elbow any day. Ooh. If you get a nice more defined than... back, maybe that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what? Hot built girl. Not yeah. backs are good. Are you just more of a knee kind of guy, Tim? <laughs> I do like knees. He's a more mm-hmm. knees and elbows type of guy. <laughs> Anyways, Rohan mm, looks at the joints. back of this guy, and he opens double up like joints. a mini baby bill. <laughs> oh, God. The way this guy's <laughs> back. just oh, It's so upsetting. It's just a door of flesh. Like, I thought Rohan's power was bad. Yeah, uh, this, is, this is a whole... Just shingle, just coming off his yeah. back. One sec. And this I is have, as have Rohan. Oh, I have to page over to it to the goddamn section because the manga is just back and forth in any random <laughs> direction, not even close to the anime. I've had to read like six goddamn books. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? And this is while Rohan is like holding him, trying to comfort him with like the most insincere look I've ever seen. <laughs> It's just like, dude, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then he dies in Rohan's arms. Because of course he does. Rohan killed this man. Like, in cold blood. Now I have to get rid of a body. Again. Again. It calls up Tak... Tats... God, what fucking name? Sorry. Tamaki? Okuyasu. Oh, yes, who actually would be the one to call. <laughs> Fulfilling his future job. You, I, I mean, you won't have a floor upstairs are you anymore. Failing to, are you failing to remember Tamami? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Ta- Takahata 101? <laughs> Tamami. Oh, okay. The lock. The lock. Yeah. Just call the He's definitely disposed of bodies for Rahab before. Sure. I mean, he's definitely disposed of bodies for several people before. <laughs> he looks like the kind of guy who's just a mob flunky. Like, yeah. I... <laughs> so yeah. before we get any further, I rewatched these episodes in English uh-huh. just mm-hmm. to do like a, like a check in. I hadn't really like listened to a lot of these voices in a long time, and I don't think I've ever heard uh, Rohan's English voice. It is distinctly unsexy. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with it? R- Rohan's English voice is so unfuckable. <laughs> how, I hate it. How could they? I hate it. This He needs to be a fucking, like, fuckboy. Uh, yeah. Like, and he is just not that. It's really weird and nasally. And I... I they did my boy wrong. Did him wrong. I, I felt like y'all needed to know that. I, I don't disagree. I've heard it before. It's not... He should sound like a male model. Yes. <laughs> and it distinctly does not sound like that. Mm. So anyways. Extreme blue steel vibes. <laughs> um, There's a stand here because of course there is. <laughs> because of course there is. Because why does Rohan even have his power when all the poison insects are going to show up every time he uses it? <laughs> like... <laughs> Look, you have a black hole in your hand, and you suddenly think you're, like, made of hot shit. Yeah, sorry, your power can read minds? Well, I'm going to make all of my stand users so dumb they don't even know they're stand Is this where we get the throwaway line? I, I do have a new theory about... What? So, Cheap Trick has no, like, earthly reason to be this loyal to uh, oh, no. Yoshikage Kira or Hero. No. There's no reason. <laughs> it, just, it, none it, of these stand users so far. It <laughs> has to be. All right. It has to be some sort of enthralling thing with the arrow. Like if you hold the arrow, you control the stands. Hmm. I was more. Th- 
I was more thinking flesh bud sort of way, but yeah. Uh, hmm. I, I'm not sure I'm buying it. it. It has to be whoever makes it. Just like, I don't know. Guys. Get some suggestion on them. Hey guys, it sounds like bad writing to me. No! <laughs> you don't what? mean what? that. Iraqi bad writing? How? <laughs> How could you possibly suggest <laughs> such a thing? <laughs> That's ridiculous, Grant. Like, I mean, I'm not going to do Haraki's job and justify his bet, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, that's an entirely reasonable idea that is very clearly not what's happening. <laughs> I, I know. Not uh, but I like. I'm sure if you asked, if you asked the, the man himself, he would just shrug at you. <laughs> I don't know. Cheap Trick really just likes Rohan's back for some reason and burning pictures. <laughs> it's like. It's like this thing I saw recently where apparently Picasso would carry around a revolver full of blanks, and if anybody asked him what the meaning behind his paintings was, he would just fire the revolver. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That sounds like a Rocky. (laughs) Legendary asshole, Picasso. (laughs) Uh, Would y'all like something super fun? Oh boy! I know. What is it? What, what kind of facts is it's it? It's Kira facts. Kira facts. I Kira know. Facts. Oh, oh boy! Shit. Oh man! Uh. I'm so excited! I'm so okay. excited! Let's I, see. I haven't Kira even read Yoshikage. these yet. Currently possesses the identity, including facial features and fingerprints, of Kawajiri Kosaku. Uh-huh, uh-huh. B- birth date, January 30th, 1966. Blood type A. Birthplace, S-City, comma, Moria? What? Wait. Uh, <laughs> is S-City, like, <laughs> what? a city it, in Morio? Is Morio so. a city in Morio Prefecture? Is that what I'm seeing? Like, I... hmm. Okay. He's right-handed. <laughs> the mystery deepens. <laughs> Graduate of D University Department of Literature. Oh, he's right-handed. Uh, yeah, no, I'm surprised I didn't say handedness. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, baby, Religious I went to D University. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Ambisextrous handedness. There you go. Religious affiliation, none. None. <laughs> Personality is kind and polite to everyone to avoid attracting suspicion. Although he has great intelligence and talent, he downplays his achievements and takes on only easy tasks at work. He doesn't care when less skilled colleagues are promoted ahead of him. He doesn't like to stand out. His only wish is to live a simple, quiet life. And murder. In some ways, Kira has got it figured out. (laughs) Yeah. Hobbies. Since 1975, oh he has collected and measured his own fingernail and toenail that's, clippings. That, that's not a hobby, to... my dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's not collecting them in Kosaku's body? <laughs> oh, Where's the wait. dedication? <laughs> he... he... What do you so? What kind of hobbies? What do you do for fun? Oh, I like to trim and collect my own fingernails. Do you want to see them? <laughs> I'm gonna collect the collection. <laughs> what if one day your your husband just start acting all nice and good and like you're super attracted to him again, and then you just start like clipping, collecting his fingernails? Uh, no, red flag. It, red flag. <laughs> Deal broken. He's, he's kind of hotter now, though. Uh, is it because of the? Do I have a thing for toenails? I guess so. That's your life now, Joey. I, I know. Just, no, just it doesn't have to be. Can just, just leave. Can Jill just leave? <laughs> oh, he likes a Anthony Hopkins movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The remains of the day. It's adapted from a novel by a Japanese uh, author. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Favorite fashion brand, Gianfranco Ferre. Uh, attitude towards women. Doesn't have a particular favorite type. Women find him quite attractive. During a date, he's always thinking, I just want to go home. He does dislike women with hairy fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. I, Shallow. I, yeah, somehow, like, attitude towards women should have just been poor, but, like, <laughs> somehow this can phase it a lot more. Like, don't... I'm surprised he's gone on dates. Yeah, that's shocking to me. I mean, Imagine... with, like, an actual person, not mm-hmm. just a hand. Imagine putting on your, like, dating profile, no chicks with hairy knuckles. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like... Look, he's a hand fetishist. He pays attention to this stuff. <laughs> hey. Pattern of activity. Every four or five years, his nail growth rate will increase tremendously, and during that time, he cannot control his desires. When executing his crimes, he likes to chat with the woman he targets, asking her things like her name, hobbies, etc. He dislikes selfish or egotistical women. He keeps his victim's hand with him and uses it for all sorts of things, such as helping wipe his butt. 
Oh my god. Hooray! <laughs> Thanks for that, Araki. Yeah. yeah. Need to know that. I mean, Canonical. We, we knew he was fisting himself, but... <laughs> I mean, we absolutely did. Yeah. Uh, the second thing that came on this chapter was like a... Uh, I don't know, an easy to use chart for, for part to, four. Easy for part to four. use? <laughs> yeah, part this four made easy. There part is no four. way we can convey this in audio. Oh, what the fuck now. is this? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's a serial killer wall. It's okay, a serial killer wall with like red, red fucking yarn and everything. Part four God, even, made easy. <laughs> even rat is on here. Just a rat. Rat. <laughs> Can we agree that this is audio poison? It yes. is, and, and I don't really want to. I mean, I do like the beyond recovery side. Yeah, because it already Absolutely. reveals that you know it, it, we did beat this fucking enigma user by that time, and his name is Miyamoto Teranosuke. Teranosuke. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think they say it in the episode at all. I don't. If they do. Don't don't correct me. Don't at me. Don't uh, care. <laughs> I do not like how uh, Kira is. I don't know. Wet, but doesn't wet. wet. <laughs> he's wet. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. very wet in this picture. Uh, I don't. My know. my girlfriend would would say that he somebody used the uh, the sweat the uh, sweat marker over him. Yeah, and sweat is in quotation marks. Yeah, <laughs> mm. it's just a lot of moisture going. on. A lot of sweat. <laughs> do y'all want to check in with Josuke? Oh no, with uh, Jotaro and uh, Grandpa Joseph. I mean, not no, really, but we robot. have to. <laughs> no, back to the robot. It's okay, don't learn anything of help. It's, so it's we just, can get back to Rohan if you want. So Rohan tries to heaven's door cheap trick, but it happens to him because now Rohan has two stands. He has two stands. What? That's <laughs> not a thing that just... can happen. Isn't that one of the stand rules? I don't think so, actually. <laughs> Look, the rules don't mean anything. <laughs> right. They've I mean, never meant anything. They never will mean anything. Like, I know this, but, like... Chitrix uh, 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 just... How do, what kind net, of person was his net. user to just... My stand just kills me and haunts other people now. <laughs> yeah, apparently the stand explains everything to him. Yeah, uh, and says, "Oh, my previous user wasn't strong enough to use me, and but now that I've attached to you, I can manifest or some bullshit like that." <laughs> uh, I love. But that... burn those photos. <laughs> I love that when he tries to heaven's door, you know the the stand, and his face starts splitting open. He shouts, "Ow!" So this <laughs> oh, is an yeah. extremely painful process. This explains why Koichi was just screaming on the floor while he was reading. I cannot believe that Rohan hasn't tried this on himself already. Oh, yeah. God, One, if he mm. could write it himself, just the things he could do to just... I will never die. I will have the most amazing orgasm. <laughs> Wow, that's that's some like conceptual of our masturbation right there. <laughs> yeah. Just writing out a, a self-insert erotica into your life. Like, yeah. What? You go into the opium den that is Rohan's house. He just hasn't bathed in three weeks, and he's all crusty. And he's just like, Rohan, what happened? And he's like, I figured out some weird stuff about myself. <laughs> well, I wrote it myself. Smells fine. Doesn't need a shower. Yeah, but you didn't write your house to say that. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me write it on my house, too. <laughs> Because of course it would work on the house. Because why not? It's it's JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> so here's cheap trick. If someone sees your back, he kills you and transfers over. That that's it. And then the he, end. Can, he, he can talk. And he can talk. He can talk. <laughs> and it that's it. Also, uh, he's invisible. I guess non non stand users can hear him. All right. So we have to go ahead and make sure that this is clear for everybody. This is the most Muppet stand that has oh, ever existed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way he just hangs from Rohan's back as he dances around. It's just... Oh, right. I wanted to mention uh, the fucking... When Rohan first like gets attacked by this thing and attaches to his back, his first instinct is to run and do a fucking... like. 
like sonic grind down his handrail. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> why can Rohan do this? <laughs> he, Rohan has six skills. He wrote it in his face himself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're not to do it for manga research. Come on now. <laughs> you can hear the post prog kicking in. <laughs> but so Rohan runs outside. Sure. Starts it, dancing around. Does a little dance, sure. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so good. Legend drives by. <laughs> Milkman on his delivery bikes. Like I love this, man. <laughs> Look, it's you've good. heard of Horny on Main. How about actual Horny on Main Street here? <laughs> hey, hey, Mr. Kishibe. Hey, on your next one, why don't you put some titties in there? <laughs> ding, ding. Just, what a fucking legend. legend. Fucking legend now he does that to everybody hey draw some tits what i'm not an artist do it anyway give me some big old titties this man is so clearly defined in like the drawing he's he's just like he he looks like a stand user look at the mustache on him he's a twirly mustache it's got milk why was you land milk I need you to compare his face to Rohan's face in this image. Rohan, like, it's the, the milkman is so well-defined and built, and Rohan's just kind of a blob in the background. She doesn't have a face. The, the, it's the version Rohan versus the Chad milkman. Wait. So that's what this is. And I love the mustache that looks like a fucking disguise. I... Is, is this Baron Zeppeli reincarnated? <laughs> He's got a hat. He does have a pretty sweet hat that says Lucky Land Milk on it because Brand. Lucky Land isn't just a fashion company. <laughs> it just does everything. My, my head company. This is my head cannon now. It's like an Omnicorp. <laughs> so, the good old by and large over here, Lucky Land. I, just, I listened to this episode again, uh, dubbed, like I said earlier, and this man is a true treasure. <laughs> because, <laughs> because unlike uh, in the sub, uh, in the dub, he says... Uh, like, oh, I'm a big fan of your work. How about you try out some nudes next? Uh, <laughs> uh, ladies, that is. And he adds that at the end. And, and, and I'm like, bro, you just no homoed him. <laughs> you, you saw you saw that Rohan wasn't take, picking up what you're putting down, and you just kind of like threw in the save. <laughs> is this guy hitting on Rohan? I think he's hitting I on think Rohan. he's hitting on Rohan. Yeah, okay. It's Rohan X Milkman is R O T P. No, this no, is make it happen. Not. This is taking this is taking a special place in my Come, heart. What's that cross called? Mohan Milkhan <laughs> Milkhan 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 the spoke the milkman. <laughs> also sprung. Oh uh, no! God, well, I, I, I just I, I never want to stop talking about this milkman. <laughs> Let's stop talking about this milkman. No, I, he needs to go up there with Yannex and Good Kira coworkers, <laughs> just upstanding and iconic members of the Morio community. <laughs> Fucking Yannex is a tourist, man. Like <laughs> from S City, which is apparently in Morio. <laughs> Uh, okay, can we go back to playing Yu-Gi-Oh here? No. <laughs> no. Yu-Gi-Oh with guns. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Yu-Gi-Oh had guns in it. <laughs> Not the version I watched. <laughs> Sending you to the Shadow Realm. Bam, 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 bam. I'm going to banish you to eternity in a realm that you can never return from. It's called death, and we're doing it. <laughs> so, like, we just get, you know... A piece of paper floating in the air with a hand, <laughs> hand a holding a gun. Holding a gun. It's just real, real ghost dad energy. <laughs> just, just yeets it at Josuke. Where's the gun? <laughs> yeah, this gun only have one bullet in it. Why did you throw it? <laughs> well, he could. He saw that the bullet didn't help. It, it, he just caught it with his stand. I, why didn't you shoot at the other two people that you know can't fucking? <laughs> I like to imagine that if Highway Star blocks stuff, he'd block it with his feet. Oh, yeah. Just like lifting oh, his yeah. leg up and catching the bullet between the toes. <laughs> if, you, you know the- if your thought process was actually 
that he can just catch the bullet. Aren't you worried about him catching the goddamn gun? Why doesn't he? Where's like, crazy diamond reflexes now? Enigma just, can't block bullets. Huh? You gave me a gun. <laughs> Wait, see your stand. Stop this. <laughs> I, I have to say, I fucking love the look of this fucking stand user. He, he is good. I love this, all the this like, Yu-Gi-Oh villain perspective things it does. Like when he flies away in the paper behind a light pole and he walks out behind it. It does yeah. the full Looney Tunes. Just it disappears behind <laughs> the light pole. It's really good, actually. It's a really good it's, transition. It is so good. And he's wearing the fucking fake Saiyan armor. He's got like the <laughs> fucking pure white hair. Mm. He looks good. It's somehow braid it, but not. Yeah. <laughs> so his stand can fold things up in paper if he knows what they look like when they're afraid. Also inanimate objects. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless he knows the, the, the fear of that bowl of ramen. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Things that you get, er, he knows the fear of. Ramen. Me. Guns. 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 <laughs> Scorpions. Fire. Um, electricity. Electricity. What is electricity. Your mom. <laughs> Water. I guess so. It yeah, yeah. Fire. Dissolves your dissolves your electricity stand. <laughs> okay, rock, okay. Rock type Pokemon. What is a taxi cab fear? Uh, Uber. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Scorpions. Bigger scorpions. Bigger right? scorpions. Bigger scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> I've been led to believe bigger spiders. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, ground type Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> does he have to know his own fear to fold himself up I, i'm guessing the answer is no but also he probably just does anyway yeah i wish we got the little tessellation image for everything that he puts in there like oh yeah enigma <laughs> punching a bowl of ramen that tessellates out <laughs> so that was his lunch for later right i mean i guess he just he just <laughs> broke it to make a point Cracked it where, like an egg. So where do the things in the paper go? Uh, same place the hand sends things, I imagine. <laughs> There's air in there, apparently. He's alive. <laughs> Why can he come out of the paper? It's a stand. He controls it. It's a stand. He controls it, yeah. Okay, so everything else you have to unfold the paper, but he can just leave. Yeah. He'd be I a really good magician. Yes. He does a bunch of magician stuff. Yeah, I like that we have Yuya here in order to use his super smelling to tell us what the stakes are, because otherwise we would have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I don't think Araki knows how smell works. <laughs> He's like, I can smell Koichi on, on that paper. From, like, can you, 15... from, like, from 15 feet away. You can pinpoint <laughs> that it's in the left front pocket based on scent alone. What does Koichi smell like? Is it baby powder? Uh, <laughs> baby yeah. powder and dog. Uh, it's it's whatever Yukako put on him that morning. Yeah, uh, Yukako's shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he smells like. He smells like fear. <laughs> and fear, always fear. <laughs> oh man, you did such a good job catching Koichi. What did you do? Almost oh, like not oh, no, say. I just followed around you. watching Yukako stalk him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to scare him. You got it for me. <laughs> it's just weird. This thing was just screaming. It did it all the time. <laughs> so Josuke kind of squares off with this stand user, and he has a, like a whole foot and a half on him, and it really like takes the energy, like really takes the intimidation factor out of this scene for me. He's like a Koichi height. I mean, it's nice to see them actually apply some internal consistency there because Josuke is supposed to be, you know, as tall as, like, Jotaro and Joseph. Like, yeah. fucking 6'3". And this guy's a Yu-Gi-Oh villain, so he's going to be short. I mean, that's just how that works. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's not Pegasus. The only tall character in that whole show. <laughs> Isn't that the American oh, guy? Seto Kaiba. Yeah, Seto Kaiba was tall. Yeah, okay. But I'm just remembering, like, Mako and Bugsy and all of those other motherfuckers. Like, they're, yeah, they're all, all Yugi's height. <laughs> It's a show so, full of children playing oh, a children's card game. Imagine <laughs> that, man. <sighs> so this Rex Raptor villain. 
<laughs> How many more tiny fucking Yu-Gi-Oh villains can we call this man? Oh, I ran out a while ago. Yeah, uh, I, I think I've got one more, but we'll we'll Mokuba. keep it. So, um, but he wasn't. <laughs> all right, right. Anyway, he guy... throws a Koichi into the fucking street. Yeah, to get run over by the initial D car. No. <laughs> yeah, Deja yeah. Vu. Deja vu. <laughs> That, that is initial decor, isn't it? Yeah. It's okay. But the papers are I can hear a Eurobeat right now. Thank you for making me do that. But. <laughs> Great. Now you have to do it any time that Grant's talking, because you know it's constantly going on in the back of his head. <laughs> so... Uh, this makes Josuke afraid, which means he gets caught by the power. Yeah, and we get a cool, crazy Diamond Exit Enigma Tessellation. Oh my god, it's so it's good! Cool. It's so cool. Thank god, thank god Yu Yu's here to fucking tell me everything that I already know. Mm-hmm. Thank you, worse speed wagon, less sexy <laughs> speed wagon. I mean, which is saying something just about how sexy speed wagon was. Because <laughs> Yu Yu's no slouch. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, fucking uh, Enigma's user is just flying around in pieces of paper on his own. Like, <laughs> yeah, he has learned well from Ghost. Yeah, he's learned from the master. <laughs> like, Josuke goes to punch him before this happens, and he just into paper and flies away. Flies away. <laughs> he's very good. He's rising from the paper like a genie. Like, he's, he's got like a ghostly bottom half, and he's tiny. Which really helps because Enigma also looks very stand genie like. Yeah, great. We right. may have found it. We may have found it. Like he's got question marks going all the way around his head. Not my genie. It's not your genie. <laughs> Hashtag not my genie. <laughs> What what could that that hashtag be for? <laughs> like it's, that's it's right here. That's the kind of thing you see trending on Twitter, and you're like, I, I'm almost afraid to click it. <laughs> probably a lot of Will Smith. Yeah, it probably could... a lot of Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, but there's also probably like a racist thing. <laughs> like, yeah, could... I'm not gonna look into it. It could mean anything, really. I'm not gonna do any research. Uh, so the chapter. It ends here and it gives me a story about iraqi being a dick to cats and oh, i'm like all right. and, okay. and i'm like iraqi you... don't do that <clears throat> okay iraqi hirohiko workplace observation diary part two out on the balcony we have a small flower garden and all these stray cats keep coming by to poop in it we were like, get the hell out. And so we decided to use some herbicides in the garden so the cats would go away. But just when I was sprinkling the herbicides, this lady who lives nearby was like, you shouldn't use herbicide. It'll drive away all the cats. Um, how did you know what was happening? The balcony is on the second floor. Are you some kind of crazy cat lady who can talk to cats? Scary. <laughs> I see. Read the note. Note, there is a bad and kind of mean pun here. Nekobaba uh. means cat shit. He calls the lady Neko Obaba, with the Baba there being old lady. Uh, oh no. Iraqi! <laughs> wow. Don't oh, poison cats! Harsh. <laughs> yeah. Don't poison cats. It explains a lot, really. It really does! Yeah, none of we us get a, be at all surprised by this. A picture of him, like, lying down on a hotel bed with his hand over his forehead, like... Uh, <laughs> like, it's the hardest thing in the world to be a... To, Cat poisoner. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the look of anguish. I've gone three days without killing a cat. His fingernails are getting pretty long at this point. <laughs> I can't fight my inner personality. I have to kill cats. No. All right, all right. So, Victor, this guy's stand, Enigma. Could that maybe be? A musical reference? <gasps> Could that maybe be Could it? the music know. reference we did last episode? I thought we did it this episode. It wasn't last episode Superfly? No, oh, no, no. Shit. There was two episodes Can I do ago. this again? God, hey, look, the, like... these episodes are a mess. You have no idea which <laughs> reference is coming when, all right? It's Cheap Trick this time. <laughs> cheap Trick, right. The one on uh, <laughs> the monkey on Rohan's back. Hey, Victor. <laughs> we know Cheap Trick pretty well, don't we? <laughs> We've seen them in concert. I, where are you going with that? No, we haven't. Were you not there for 
Journey, Cheap Trick, and Heart? No, I wasn't. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> so, Victor, Cheap Trick, isn't that a musical reference? Yeah, why are we... No, you cut this you segment cut a long time ago, Joey. Like, this is I? not going in the episode. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where this week we get to talk about something I don't discuss nearly enough in this segment, Japan. I mean, this is an anime podcast. I would be happy to take any excuse I can to talk about the second biggest music market in the world, but it has come up shockingly seldom. Not today, though, because Japan is an integral part of the success story behind this week's reference, Cheap Trick. Beginning in the late 50s, Japan developed an incredible appetite for Western media, especially American music. But the biggest rock star in the world, Elvis Presley, wouldn't leave North America, partially because his agent was an illegal immigrant. That meant that lesser acts who couldn't break through in the U.S. could go to other countries, gain some notoriety, and then use that to cross back over into America. Japan was a popular choice because its economy was growing rapidly throughout that period, and the Japanese people spent a lot of money on music. And even after majorly popular groups like the Beatles began touring to Japan, the country's unique and insular culture meant that artists could still get way more popular there than they were anywhere else. By the 70s and 80s, it became commonplace to refer to a band as being big in Japan, a phrase that has been used often enough to warrant its own Wikipedia page. Perhaps the most extreme example of being big in Japan is The Runaways, the all-girl rock band that launched Joan Jett's career. In 1976, their debut album peaked at number 194 on the Billboard 200, barely charting at all. Their sophomore album, 1977's Queens of Noise, only went to number 172. But that summer, when they got off the plane for the Japanese leg of their tour, they were completely overwhelmed by the number of fans waiting for them at the airport. Joan Jett later described the scene as being akin to Beatlemania. The Runaways were the fourth biggest foreign musical group in Japan that year. Why were they so big in Japan when they couldn't make it big in America? Unclear. So why did I lead this segment that's supposed to be about Cheap Trick by explaining what it meant to be big in Japan? Well, after a few years playing at any venue they could book across the Midwest, Cheap Trick released their self-titled debut album in 1977, and it flopped completely. Neither the album nor its lead single charted at all. Their second album, In Color, was a similar story. It didn't chart, and neither did its two singles, including this song you might recognize. Oh, does that not sound familiar to you? Wrong somehow? Well, that's because you're probably more familiar with the live version taken from the album Cheap Trick at Budokan. I want you to want me. Ah, much better. See, when Cheap Trick went to Japan in 1978, they were one of the hottest acts in the country and they played a sold-out tour that included two shows at the Nippon Budokan, which you may recall is the same venue where the Beatles had their pivotal, oh, we sound like shit, revelation. Those two shows were recorded, and the best parts were cut together to make Cheap Trick at Budokan, which was originally intended to only be released in Japan. In fact, at the time those shows were played, their third album, Heaven Tonight, had just been released, and its lead single, Surrender, would become their first entry to the Hot 100 a few months later, peaking at number 62. But it was the demand for Cheap Trick at Budokan that became their breakthrough in America, with approximately 30,000 copies being imported before the label formally released the album in the U.S. the following year. 
Cheap Trick at Budokan would eventually reach number 4 on the Billboard 200, and the live version of I Want You to Want Me would peak at number 7 on the Hot 100. Cheap Trick followed up with another hit album, Dream Police, which gave them a couple more hit singles, including the title track. But from here, the wheels kind of fall off, as the band entered the 1980s embroiled in a lawsuit with the record label, and by the time they released their next album in 1982, they had suffered a fatal loss of momentum. Well, near fatal. They had a brief resurgence in 1988 that was spearheaded by their only number one hit, The Flame, which we'll be exiting the segment on. But number one or not, Cheap Trick at Budokan will always be the band's crowning achievement, and it's all I wanted to talk about. I mean, when your best album includes the screams of 12,000 hysterical Japanese fans, and this is what makes you big in America, that's the story right there. Especially for an anime podcast. I want you to want JoJo. I do want JoJo. Want more yeah. JoJo. Yeah. We yeah. all want more JoJo. You've I succeeded. Need you need JoJo. <laughs> need you to need JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Greg. That's the experience of every JoJo fan, though, right? <laughs> I need you to need JoJo. <laughs> Look at all these memes. <laughs> There was this YouTube series called Every Frame a, pa- a Painting or something like that. Mm. And it's like JoJo's like that, but every frame a meme. Yeah. <laughs> you just say that about prequel memes, too. Yeah, it's yeah. just a rich gold mine of. <sighs> so, Josuke gets caught up and loses. But then he starts because Crazy Diamond's fucking bullshit. starts <laughs> healing his way out of the stand power. <laughs> Yeah, like, like he, he broke, broke like a pole, and then he's trying to heal it to claw his way out of this piece of paper. While all the while talking to Nicholas Danger is like, "Once I get trapped in this paper, you better tear me the fuck up because I will fucking murder you. I will <laughs> kill you." I love the amount like it goes really far into Joe's like face and has like all these yellow speed lines behind him and glitter all over it. And he's like. My only choice was to save Koichi. Yeah. There was I'm, a 1% chance it was actually Koichi in there, but even still, I had to go after him. I'm so happy here, and then I'm, I'm immediately so very angry. Because he Is goes... Because... <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, he goes for the dumbass 300 thing of, like, make him bleed instead of just... <laughs> Throwing a pipe through this idiot. Yes. <laughs> My note here is that I bet Josuke wishes he kept some of those bullets that Jotaro uh, said, I'd never leave home without. <laughs> Would have solved this fucking problem. No, he has a paper with a Kevlar vest in it. I, <laughs> He'd catch the bullet with paper. Prove me wrong. <laughs> no you're right he just holds up a piece of paper and just <laughs> and then he'd have he'd a dodge bullets. he'd have a he'd have a bullet already shot that would make him way too powerful <laughs> <laughs> huh? oh. so Josuke like gives out his ultimatum and gives a good speech for to like it, this this gets to you. He's like, man, that guy was so fucking cool. Maybe <laughs> ma- it, like it causes him to like get through his indecision. But <laughs> this dude is Enigma's, so good. <laughs> I think his users like don't even think about it. I got your number, Yuya. Anyway, <laughs> you got a piece of paper on the ground. <laughs> I like that just... he is just across the street, just with his hand against his chin, like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> I had this explained to me four times already, but 
but the, the way Enigma's user puts this piece of paper down on the street, <laughs> it just unfolds eight times, and a taxi with driver raises up out I, of I, the nether space. All right, tell me, tell me, tell me, you didn't immediately think, all right, now pick a number and a color, all right, <laughs> and it, just, it opens up like one of those stupid fortune tellers. Your boyfriend will be Jotaro at the Grand Warrior Hotel. <laughs> An entire taxi cab comes out of this piece of paper, rising up. What upsets me most about this is it comes complete with a taxi driver. <laughs> this man driver. is a fucking prisoner. I'm so very upset that we didn't get his fear thing. We, this taxi driver seems completely unfazed by being trapped in a nether space for God knows how long. Like, and uh, just uh, the dude who did this to him just gets in the back and says, Morio Grand Hotel. Where and are you he going? Just, it's right okay. on it, boss. It's okay, Joey. He paid to keep the meter running. <laughs> you know what? If I were a taxi driver, that's all it would take for me to. Just reading newspapers. Like, in the, in the front of the taxis, you're like, oh, that's strange. Just you were transported to a nether zone <laughs> through a portal of paper. Huh. I don't know why somebody's hot mom is here, but you know, but whatever. You definitely see him cranking the meter up manual. <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to cost extra. Yeah, yeah, he's paying for this one. <laughs> Which is the size of the piece of paper that envelops this jack taxi also. It's, when it it's, fully unfolds, it's got to be like 10 feet by 10 feet. Where the fuck did you get this? Oh, he ran in a paper factory. Like a paper football that he puts down to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got your new stand. First, you're going to want to hit up the paper store. You got to hit up that Staples, get those really big poster boards. <laughs> you see what he did is he... He went to a paper factory in order to get a giant sheet, and then he contained the giant sheet within a smaller sheet. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So oh, yeah. So he used the big sheet in order to keep tra- the to hold the taxi, and then he put that big sheet inside of a smaller sheet. God. And the, the car, the, there's a soundtrack for the car just coming out, emerging from this piece of paper. <laughs> Like, the audio design for this and Cheap Trick are actually pretty fucking great. I love it. I'm going to cut it in. You're welcome, everyone. And then it fucking speeds off away from this curve. (laughs) We thought the initial D was happening before, but this guy burns rubber. (laughs) I mean, I would too if this man just trapped me in a nether zone. (laughs) To the Mario Grant Hotel. I'm sure he's good for the He's not. <laughs> You're just getting put in paper more. <laughs> God, but so Yuya, Yuchan, or Udipai, you know, he he finally has found his heart. He's like, God, Josuke was so cool. I can't just let him go out like this. And sends his stand, Highway Star. Uh, after that's not yet. What? We actually have to go back over to Cheap Trick. Before that, well, for like two I, I seconds, skipped, I skipped the scenes because they were two seconds. I know we check it on Ghost Dead. I know we check it on no, Rohan. It is a combined be, fifteen seconds. This needs to be as incomprehensible as possible, Joey. Burn the pictures. I, Just burn them, okay? I, I'm really trying to make something out of this. Just burn them. Let's not do what Joey wants. Just burn the pictures. <laughs> just ruin the podcast, okay? <laughs> just burn the podcast. <laughs> just burn it down, Grant. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> the way that that, that voice is just so. <laughs> <sighs> so he sends Highway Star after you, yeah. And yeah, slap, 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 slap. What sends him over the edge is he imagines what would happen if his hotties got uh, transported into the paper dimension. Yeah, his fly honeys. No, not his fly yeah, honeys. Nothing's more motivating than your fly honeys. Yeah. Uh, this was the we correct answer, it. because if you stay exactly this far away with your long-range stand, you can't possibly lose. You I... dumb motherfucker. You dumb <laughs> bastard. I don't know. That guy could have... Anything in the paper. He probably just has like months of food. What is food fear? <laughs> what uh, is that? What is that like can of milk tea fear? <laughs> God. 
<laughs> Feared getting crushed on the sidewalk, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. So, I actually kind of... Once we get past how stupid it is, his power is kind of neat in that it's a really trap-laying stand. Because he goes to open the door to the car, and he's like, wait, there's a piece of paper there. It's going to open when I open the door. And, it, ah. you know, like a fireball comes out, and he goes to open the paper, but there's just layers and layers of paper in there, each with, like, a more ridiculous trap inside. <laughs> there's, like, acid that, like, starts dissolving the paper of the envelope. And then, and then he's like, oh, no, I gotta hurry up and get these, uh, the paper out of there. And there's scorpions! No! <laughs> scorpions! <laughs> it's fucking scorpions. Uh, this is truly the Kevin McAllister of stand fights. <laughs> this is... You know what? This is exactly the kind of power that's kind of squandered on a villain, because, like... As your protagonist, this power is the exact kind of thing you use to deus ex machina your way out of any situation. It's like, I planned for everything. <laughs> As you know, it's like the big reveal at the end. It's just like, I did this, and then I did this, and then you missed this, that happened off screen. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah, this would make a very cool protagonist power. Uh, this is very, like, when I thought when I saw this, I was like, yeah, this is very, like, this is a very, like, Batman power. It's not that strong. It's fear-based, and it has everything in your t- utility belt. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, anime Batman. <laughs> there you go. That's you this guy right here. Batman, okay, Victor. a JoJo reference. <laughs> Always. It's okay, Victor. Next season, you get Zipperman. You will appreciate the weird zipper powers. Zipperman. Sticky fingers. Sticky fingers. Ugh. <laughs> uh. So, okay, what were the layers? Fire, acid, scorpion, <laughs> electricity. electricity. Yeah, He's like, that, sure. How can you trap electricity in here? I mean, first you find out what electricity fears, then you get a nice tall glass of it and pour it into the paper. Mm. <sighs> uh, Tesla he- coil, Grant. Anyways, he's like, well, I still smell that machine because he's been interlacing all this stuff with him smelling things. It it is weird that we have a stand fight where he's just describing smells to us. <laughs> I feel like I really lost the plot here. I'm I'm here <laughs> for it. I like this this was a very like removed brain episode. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you really yes. you really had to not pay attention. Yeah, but this episode. also this episode's fucking awesome. So I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually love it. <laughs> as, long, as long as you don't think about it, which I I advise you against thinking about any JoJo episode. I <laughs> it's pretty good. Advise you. And, so as he unfolds this last piece of paper, um, you see the pages with uh, Josuke and Koichi written on them, but also the paper unfolds into a paper shredder. <laughs> it's sitting flat on the floor, and the paper just elevates upward, like, create, like printing a paper shredder under it, which perfectly slots the two of them in. A working paper shredder. Like, I don't know what it's plugged this into. Is, it, it's got fucking amazing. There, Joey. What, do you else, what else do you need? Oh, you're right. If I just throw electricity at a paper shredder, it's going to work perfectly. Yes! Can we agree this is insane, but amazing? <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, just frantically mashing on the on-off switch. It's like, it won't turn off, it won't turn, it off. Won't turn off. Yeah, because <laughs> what, what part of his power makes that happen? It's like, I gotta punch it, punch it, punch uh, it, punch it. You oh have no, to, I'm not good he, at punching. He is the paper man, Victor. He obviously jammed it to make it do this. Wait, you jammed a paper shredder to make it so that it never stops. Stops. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. I love him punching this thing with highway start. He's like, "Shit, my stand's too weak. It's I not. It's defeat. a long range stand. It's not a good punch ghost. <laughs> I can't defeat the paper Put shredder. Put slices of your stand into it. <laughs> That's the, the thing paper. your stand does." The paper's just slipping through his fingers as he's trying to get it. It's so distressing, isn't it? He's like, <laughs> like oh no, oh, my fingers are slipping on this paper. Uh. And, and, and then he's he a finally... relatable feeling of dread of trying to catch something that shouldn't be in the shredder before it goes in and fighting with it. And I hate his tell so much, his tell of him being afraid, because he just so meekly, stupidly puts his fingers <laughs> to his chin. Uh, oh, oh no. Uh, I love Koichi and oh wait we haven't gotten to there yet <laughs> I'm because sorry I'm jumping ahead because he gets 
turned into paper <laughs> what, too. What, what what proceeds makes a no goddamn sense. No, why would it why would this make him able to grab it better? <laughs> because he couldn't get Highway Star in there because Highway Star was three dimensional. But now that he's folded into paper, Highway Star reaches in and drags <laughs> the paper. Why didn't he just make his stand smaller? That's something he can do. We remember that from the, he hasn't the already. Had the cr- three-fourths shredded paper. <laughs> well, it's three-fourths into the machine. And he hasn't had the advanced course on stand manipulation from Joseph Joestar yet. God, so yeah. He gets folded into paper, but he did it on purpose. And he's like, if I if getting folded into paper is the price I pay. And then we get a pretty cool pose of Koichi. Oh my just, god. This is so, so fucking first, good. We get Crazy Diamond's fist rocketing out of this shredder into the guy's face. Imagine if this was the only episode of JoJo you show someone. Now, um, <laughs> you're right. This is the only episode of JoJo I will ever like try and get people hooked on. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense either. Even on its own merits. <laughs> you, you thought unfolding a piece of paper to reveal a gun was the, the play. But unfolding a piece of paper to reveal crazy diamond <laughs> fist is better than gun. <laughs> it is. I, I just like uh, trying to explain to somebody. He's like, no, you, you can just smell good. That's not his stand power. <laughs> no, 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 it just no. sort of does that. Uh, but we get just... they Koichi and Josuke come out of their paper and they... Just land on the ground and I just model pose like yeah, Josuke's just pop, yeah. popping that ass, and we get a close up on their faces back to back, and just oh, they look so beautiful. Mm. Koichi especially looks so beautiful here. Mm. He's doing like a squat there, like yeah. a delinquent squat. <laughs> All right, uh, how does this last part work? It I, doesn't. No, it's no, terrifying. T- no, Joey, you have to explain it to me, like. Even though you okay. don't understand why the villain turns himself into a book. No, Josuke no. turns the Josuke villain does. into a book. Josuke uh, punches the shit out of this man after uh, like Echoes locks him in place and turns him into a goddamn book. It's because he also punched all that paper that was around and in the shredder and stuff. And he just yeah. reassembled like the Angelo Stone. Oh, he Angelo yep. Stoned him. <laughs> yeah, yep. only now he's a book. Yep. Only now he's a book. And this is... Terrifying, and terrifying. Upsetting. Why can Josuke do this? No, Did sh- Josuke write the book? Why is the writing in there? Is it his? Like, could you read this and then read Enigma's mind? Like Rohan did something to him. I, I, I don't like any implications. Where did the rest of his body go? Here, let me let me read. Where did his blood go? Why did Josuke donate this to the local right? library? Why didn't you just burn this? Why did you create a haunted book? The things that Josuke does to villains are worse than death. Yes. <laughs> Dear God. Like, there may be serial killers in this town, but he is a serial torturer, which I like, think is much, much worse. This is terrifying. I, Dear God. I love the fucking look on his face as he's getting ready to torment this guy just oh yeah didn't i say i was gonna do something all right <laughs> i definitely said i was gonna kill you <laughs> definitely said. i'm not gonna do that instead i'm gonna do something much worse <laughs> much fucking worse <laughs> like would you rather die in the resident evil universe or in like the hell takers universe <laughs> god ah. Uh. I like uh, that uh, Narrator-kun jumps in and says, this book was donated to the Memorial Library, where if you ask to see the book Enigma, they'll let you see it, but you can't check it out. It's in the Forbidden section. <laughs> the Forbidden it's section. A, <laughs> I, like, it's, it's, it's straight up a fucking Necronomicon. Like, I, <laughs> uh, yeah, can I check out the book that screams all the time? <laughs> <laughs> No, you have to. We have to bring it out to you in this one room with supervision. It keeps on yelling "boo" at me, trying to scare me, but uh, God. it doesn't work. Oh, but we also get the uh, the great turnaround here of him being like, "Hey, I noticed something. You close one eye when you get scared, don't you?" Mmm, <laughs> mmm. But when you're really scared, you close both of them. <laughs> uh, That's pretty good. <laughs> This ending, like, this ending of this scene with all of them in the same taxi driving back to Morio, 
Uh, I wouldn't let Yu anywhere near my mother. Because he's <laughs> he's going to fuck your mom. <laughs> he, he does have yeah, huge he's, he's, I'm coming to fuck your mom energy. The, yeah. Are you sure he's not faithful to his three honeys? The next scene, there's going to be... Oh. An addition to his harem, and you're going to be very upset no, about it. No, <laughs> She's a fourth I, honey. <laughs> I no, see, I think Josuke's mom would fuck Yuya. I, I do, I do not feel like he has much say in this. Actually, where he'd be like, "Hey, I've already." She's like, "No, get in the car." <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh man, I thought okay. she had a thing for older men. This isn't just a. This isn't just a theory, guys. He actually does Angela Sonam, and you can see it animated lovingly as the paper turns into his face. Like, if you pause at uh, oh, yeah. 2042, yeah. oh, God, it's, it's terrible. It's, oh, it's Jesus. Oh, He's man. banished to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> yeah, that is a, that is the banished to the Shadow Realm face there. Right? <laughs> uh, and there's, there's a real like... Yu-Gi-Oh into that villain. <laughs> so, Victor, how'd you like the episode? Okay, this episode's actually great. It's dumb and terrible, but also awesome. I like all this tells me is that we've worn you down. Like, yeah, like this episode does the right things with the like is is it's it starts you off with the really dumb parts and then does the awesome things on top of it that you would like like if we hadn't started from somewhere dumb, this would be way better. But, <laughs> but like the whole Yuya, you know, getting his his redemption turn here and all of that, like it's good. It's good. The episode's actually good, and the stuff with Rohan setting up cheap trick, that stuff's good too. But uh, like, why does this power work like this, and why is it so dumb? <laughs> uh, what about you two? It's great. It's a good episode. It it's stupid, <laughs> but I love it. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to agree. Like uh, everything, I love this villain. I love this power. I love it's a good a- power. adding in Yuya again because we're not done with him for some reason. <laughs> uh, I actually kind of like that we're not done with this with this character. We get a full Why? on Pepsi billboard. We do. Get Why a Pepsi are we introducing billboard? characters that are still coming back this late? Like, <laughs> it's I, so weird. Everything about this is like fantastic. Ten out of ten. Uh, all right well thank you all for watching where can we find everyone well you can find me on twitter at los grantalinus that's los underscore grantalinus you can find me tim at big blue zam where i'll be posting that confusing infographic that we like tried to talk about but couldn't (laughs) possibly no there's no way any length of time on it because it was so much garbage. It was so much garbage. <laughs> it just, yeah, you, you have to see it. There's no way to put it in audio form. Uh, <laughs> like, much like a lot of things that Rocky puts on the page. <laughs> anyway, you can find me on Twitter at TFWaffleMan, and you can find the podcast on Twitter at JoestarAllStars. Uh, get your podcast episodes in the usual places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Pandora, and JoestarAllStars.Fireside.FM. And if you want to contact us, feel free to say something to JoeStarAllStars at gmail.com. Please like, subscribe, leave a review, five stars, tell a friend. You know, we love hearing from y'all. We hope everyone enjoys this. Share the podcast. Share the podcast, okay? Nah, nah, nah. Just just share it. Just share the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just burn the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Just burn it. God, I forgot to mention. I there, there's this scene earlier where Josuke's like, "Here's all the missing people from the past two weeks in Morio." I'm like, <laughs> that seems a mile small, high. but then I'm like, "No, wait, that's there's at least twenty people in that <laughs> That's stack. two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Uh, <laughs> Cheap tricks theme sounds like Beetlejuice's theme at time. It's great. It's oh, great. Does it? Yeah, I'm gonna cut it in now. I didn't have Amazing. a call on order, oh, but I yeah, wanted to, to Yeah, yeah. Oh, and one more subtlety. Uh, there's a sign. Mm, yeah, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I do hear that. <laughs> there's a uh, a bit where you just sticking his Hold head up. in the car. We're not listening to the. We're, we're listening to the song. <gasps> wow. <laughs> we're still listening to it. Oh, yeah. oh. I hope it's just Claire de Lune playing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> there's no audio playing right now. <laughs> That's what we call acting, my friends. (laughs) Sorry, Victor. Go ahead.
<laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a like Yuya sticks his head in the car, and we get a nice close up like on the side of his face, and the little diamond pin on his collar also reads Highway Star on it. Like, <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> this is a man with style, but he has no committed substance. S- committed so much to this one gimmick, like. <laughs> You know, most people, you wonder, how did they get their stand name anyway? This guy chose it well before he got a stand. Oh, definitely. He you got know, a stand I, is... <laughs> he was reading fucking Superman books one day. It was just like, if I become a superhero, I'm going to be Highway Star Man. No, that's dumb. <laughs> highway I li- Star. I like that you is dressed like, not necessarily like a JoJo villain, but like a, a Joe bro. He yeah. looks like he belongs in the crew. Yeah, he does. yeah. His highway star aesthetic is just like the billion all over Okuyasu's uniform. Uh, how do you feel yeah. about him and this doodle? Oh boy, doodles. Oh, weird. Oh, yeah, yeah that's bad. That's mm, yeah. Don't Iraqi. Like it. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> looks like cheap trick. It is. It, it is. It is him with an overbite, and that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for watching. This has been Joe Star All Star signing out for all of you. Forty uh, little fan here. Say goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, Joe. Anytime I need to see a face, it just close my eyes, and I am taken to a place where your grace don't mind. I'm a gentle feeling, take a shelter in the base of my spine, straight like a chicken cherry cola. But do you eat it? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> See, this is why the rest of us are going to get captured by by the Fae, and Grant will be perfectly <laughs> safe. <laughs> it's <laughs> just a box in the woods with like a stick on it. And a rotisserie chicken under it. A rotisserie chicken still in the plastic under it. <laughs> the seal hasn't been broken. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, Joey, no! Mm, don't mind if I do. It's, it's, it's a whole ass rotisserie. Look, it's still hot. <laughs> Hey, y'all want some of this? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> now, if there's potato wedges on there with it, I might be talking. <laughs>